the way to do things, whether you're starting a YouTube channel, a podcast, putting your art out there, writing, whatever, is to do a little bit at a time and progressively get better and get more confident and do it more and more and more. And then eventually before you know it, you're a pro and it's just what you do and who you are and you don't even consider how you're afraid like you used to be. Welcome to the Shut Up No One Cares. Get Back to Work podcast, a daily show helping you live life better through actionable ideas, topics, and tools based on first principles that will stand the test of time. I'm your host, Colin Stucker, founder of WildFoodsCo and TheAncestralMind.com. I talk a little fast times, so if that bothers you, you don't need to comment. You can just use the technology and put me on slower speed, or if I'm not fast enough, put me on 1.5 or 2x speed. That's actually my preferred way to listen to myself. Because I do, because I have to listen to all the shows, right? (laughs) So I'm obsessed with living the best life possible, and I want to help you do the same. That's why I decided to do a daily podcast, as stupid as that is. And if you haven't followed any of my other work, you can learn more over at TheAncestralMind.com. You can also check out my primary day job, running Wild Foods Co. based out of Austin, Texas, and pursuing the wild mission of helping 50 million people live better lives through ancestral-based health and products and nutrition and real food and fitness and health and movement and all that jazz. So this episode is going to be about fear. And we're going to talk a little bit about the evolutionary reason for that. This is based on an article that I wrote that I've yet to publish actually, but I think the title is going to be something like, Fear is your built-in human evolutionary strategy. Here's how to overcome it. Yeah, that's definitely a working title. Need to work on that. So I'm going to skim through this, maybe read a sentence here and there, and then just talk about it, see what comes up. But the idea for this article, as all the articles, are just what comes to mind. Usually big ideas based on biology, based on ancestral past, and based on trying to be aware of these big ideas and how they apply to ourselves so that we can make better decisions and live better lives. I mean, like after all, most of us in this culture today are lemmings, are robots. We're plugged into the matrix. We do the things that other people expect of us or tell us what to do. We have very little control over our existence. We don't make conscious decisions about what we want in life. A lot of times we're not even sure what we really want in life. We don't know what makes us happy or makes us unhappy. So we let constant nagging stressors in our life because we think that's just the way it is. So we have to deal with it. And we live lives of silent desperation or progressive despair, declining health over and over and over, on, 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 on a daily, yearly, monthly, lifetime basis. And that is a bunch of bullshit, if you ask me. That is not how I want to live my life. And I want to help a lot of people not suffer the same fate. Because if you don't pay attention, life will pass you by. And time does go by fast. But time can be slow, too. You can slow things down tremendously. And you can enjoy every moment of a day. If you do things on purpose and you have control over your time, your life, and your awareness. And that's you know fundamentally what I want to bring to you as much as I can. And some of these disparate topics we talk about will help you do that in various ways. Like today, we're talking about fear. And we're talking about some of the evolutionary reasons why you're afraid of things. So let's just dive into it. We're obviously all afraid of snakes, spiders, insects, right? And you can even look at primates. A lot of times they're afraid of them as well. This is because sometimes these things are poisonous. And it makes sense that we have that evolutionary byproduct to be afraid of small, little, fuzzy, scary-looking things. I mean, the fact that I can say a spider is kind of scary-looking and you know exactly what I'm talking about perfectly explains my point. So this makes sense, right? As humans that evolved in Mother Nature, our primary directive as a species and as an individual 
is to procreate and then pass along our genes to the next generation. So we have these habits and we have a psyche that's built on these primal fears and these primal tendencies. The desire for sex, the desire to eat food, the desire for play, for distraction, the desire to be careful, even tribalism and racism to an extent are all responses to evolutionary behavior that is built into our species. And by being aware of it, we can make changes to mitigate it because a lot of times these things are not in our best interests. I mean, the human species is the only species on planet Earth that has killed its own species, members of its own species, in such the mass scale that it has. It's unfounded in the animal kingdom. We routinely slaughter members of our own species and we engage in back and forth conflict and us versus them and tribalism and all the things that happen when you see yourself as the in-group and you're pointing fingers at the proverbial out-group. That is, again, it's a byproduct of surviving in the wild. And this is a really fascinating way to think about it. And this is what really opened my eyes when I started understanding this. Imagine you're living in the wild and you're walking around with your band. You have like, let's say 20 people. And you're just like meandering around, maybe trying to find water or you're moving south or whatever. Let's say you come across a clearing and at the edge of that clearing, there's a forest line. So you're out in the open, you're walking up and you see these two dudes standing there with spears. Maybe they have some like war paint on their face. Maybe they have some piercings. They're just standing there stoically, not saying anything, not moving. Pretty intimidating actually. And you're in your group and you have children, women, you don't know what to do. What do you do? Well, you should be very afraid because what if the rest of their tribe is in the trees or hiding somewhere to ambush, right? Let's assume that's the case because what's the alternative? If you're not careful in the situation and if our ancestors would have encountered situations like this where they encountered other humans in the wild that they didn't know, that didn't speak the same language or whatever, your best way from an evolutionary strategy to survive long-term is to be very, very, very careful, even hostile to people you don't know, right? Because even if nine times out of 10, these people were safe and you traded and you got along, well, that one time you come across those warlike cannibals and there are plenty of cannibals or just people that were warlike that would kill the men and, and take the women and children. And there was a lot of danger in the wild. I mean, after all, other humans could be viewed as potentially food or as assets or as a prize or whatever. And to certain peoples in the wild, humans could be actually perceived as food. Women as a sexual partner, children as a resource that they could grow and mold and add to their tribe, strengthening their numbers. So as our species moved to the top of the food chain, we actually became the ultimate apex predator. No other animal stood a chance. What happened as a result was the greatest threat to humans became other humans, especially in the early stages of our evolution when there would have been less humans on the planet and then population grew, bands would break off, and then you'd have more population pressure where you might come across humans on a more regular basis. And then eventually that led to like cities and agriculture and what we don't get into today because we have limited time. But just think about that, like being very weary of other humans is built into our species when you understand the evolutionary context. It makes complete and utter sense. It makes sense that humans have struggled with things like racism in our modern world. 
We are naturally tribalistic. You could say we're even naturally racist or at least naturally afraid of things unknown, which manifests in a lot of ways. And that actually is also what I want to cover today is the idea of fear. Now, the big idea, before I let you go, a few minutes on this idea, because I just want to leave you with one big idea a day, but your fear of social status and your fear of caring what other people think or may think or may say or, or whatever is another evolutionary strategy because what our ancestors figured out is they needed to develop a group survival dynamic. And our ancestors, which we've observed with modern day hunter-gatherers, anthropologists have studied What's more common than not is most hunter-gatherer societies are fiercely egalitarian, meaning they don't put up with anybody trying to be big man. They don't put up with anybody trying to hoard resources or be more or above anyone else. And this is another thing. This is like why a lot of people have problems with authority. We don't really like being told what to do, but at the same time, we want everything to be as equal as possible, right? This is, again, a byproduct of our evolutionary niche that we carved out. So when you're afraid of what other people would think or say, it makes complete and utter sense because in a natural, wild, evolutionary context, if you were to do something out of line, you could be potentially kicked out of the tribe. Now, if you're living in a small tribe, that's your family. If you were left behind in the wild, that's probably a death sentence for the most part. Humans were able to survive in bands, right? We evolved to be small social tribes, and that was our primary way of taking down big game and getting all that calorie-rich meat and organs that allowed our brains to go really big, and then that just perpetuated itself over and over and over again. It's why we have babies that are so susceptible right out of the womb so that their brains could grow bigger after they were birthed, and there's all these connections that really explain everything. Like If you really dive deep into the evolutionary context, it's really fascinating, but today, I just want to bring your awareness to the idea of it's okay and natural to be afraid of what people think because I want you to then break free from it as much as possible. What we need more of are people that get out there and that cause a ruckus, ideally, you know, within legal limit, and make change, challenge the status quo, and do things that might be unpopular. The only way things are going to change is when people come out and do things and try to move things in different directions than what is the norm right now. And humans resist change. Like I said, we're afraid of it. We're afraid of things that are unknown because we want to control for variables so that we can have the comfort of knowing what's going to happen. This is, again, it's a survival adaptation based on living in the wild. We're all designed to care what people think. If we can understand that and we can understand why that is, we can start taking steps to mitigate it and then we can eventually overcome it. And I don't really have time to go into ways to overcome it because there's many of them. But I would say that the strategy that I've found that I'll leave you with today is do very, very small things that challenge that status quo and progress from there. So let's say you're an antisocial person or you're more of an introvert. Well, something that's very simple to do that you can do with basically never failing, every time you order coffee or you have a waiter or waitress, ask them a personal question. Or even if that's like a little bit too much for you, start with just some small talk. How's your day going? Anything interesting happened today? Like literally make it the goal so that you just ask one question. Maybe compliment a stranger. If you're a guy and you want to talk to more girls, for example, start with just like complimenting a girl once a day on something, being genuine, of course, and then just like walking away or moving on. Like you don't have to have a conversation. You don't have to go beyond that. Just literally drop a compliment, make somebody feel good about themselves or whatever, and then move on. Not only are you going to be putting more good juju in the world, but like you're going to feel good yourself doing that. 
and you're going to get better at doing it. It's going to come more naturally to you. Then as you get better at that and it becomes second nature, then you can evolve to having conversations and then on and on and on it goes. The way to do things, whether you're starting a YouTube channel, a podcast, putting your art out there, writing, whatever, is to do a little bit at a time and progressively get better and get more confident and do it more and more and more. And then eventually before you know it, you're a pro and it's just what you do and who you are and you don't even consider how you're afraid like you used to be. I used to have this with content creation, like this idea of even put a podcast out like this. It used to be something I might like listen to and analyze and, and ask myself, like, do I want to put this out there? Now I literally record things, edit, put it out, and I don't even think twice about it. Of course, I've done this lots and lots of times. I've been doing content and putting myself out there for years now. It did not come overnight, but I've been aware of it too. And the more I've been aware of it, the more I've tried to push myself to do things that are a little bit outside my comfort zone. And that is probably my number one bit of advice every single day. Find some actual things you can do to push yourself outside your comfort zone and then just level up from there. Because the more you do it, the better you're going to get and the more you're going to evolve into doing bigger and bigger things. So make sure you like and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at Colin Stuckard. Go get the full show if you're interested in more evolutionary ancestrally based health over at theancestralmind.com. And make sure you hop on the newsletter over at theancestralmind.com get the pdf and you'll get the newsletter and all the youtube videos i'm putting out etc and since this is a daily show i will see you tomorrow tomorrow